We are Allie and Erica, certified integrative nutrition health coaches in gut and hormone health and the hosts of the podcast, Courageous Wellness. We are committed to destigmatizing conversations in the wellness space and celebrate the experiences and lessons of our guests in pursuit of physical, emotional, and spiritual wellness. Listen to Courageous Wellness wherever you get your podcasts with fresh episodes every Wednesday. I'm Monica Packer from About Progress, and this is A Growth Spurt, a short episode where I share a bite-sized way you can increase your progress today. If you're new around here, hi, I'm Monica Packer, and I am a reformed night owl. I wanted to start with that confession because today I'm going to share two really quick tricks to get to bed earlier, and this is speaking from someone who naturally loves to avoid bedtime like it's my job. And this has been a long-standing issue for me since I was a kid. I've always been the queen of getting the second wind at night. And I'm not talking about flagellants. <laughs> I'm talking about procrastinating bedtime. And for most of the my life, it's been because I'm getting things done, even like as a small kid for some reason, or being creative, or just ruminating on all the terrible things that I can't control in my life. So I have been working on this a long time. I do believe in listening to our body's circadian rhythms and, you know, honoring whatever is best for you. But for me, over and over throughout my life, it's always been clear that the more sleep I get, the better, nicer human I am. And also related to that, the earlier I get up, the happier and better human I am to the people I love the most in my life. So even though I give you full permission to not be an early to bed, early to rise person, I think most of us can say that we would like to get to bed earlier, whether that's a half an hour earlier or hours earlier. And you don't have to change your personality. You don't have to change your whole like day-to-day life. If you just want to go to bed a little earlier, I have two quick tricks for you that will help you do that. And before I do that, I first want to say, I have two full episodes, one about morning routines and one about night routines that I highly recommend you listen to. And I think the biggest reason why I would say is because it helps you with everything I've just shared up to this point. It Not because you need to have like a 20-step routine. It's more about how you want to feel and starting from there, which is really revolutionary in my humble opinion. So we'll make sure to link those in the notes of this episode. Um, for so you can listen to those as kind of a companion piece to this. Okay, so let me share why this came up for me. After our move, you know, everything just, you know, shiz hit the fan. It was okay. It, I expected all my routines to be thrown up in the air, and they were. And so there were a couple that I just made sure I was still buckled down on for myself, some habits that are really supportive for me, like a daily walk. Um, but I did like a shortened version of that, and everything else just had to gradually be uh brought back into my life with time. And that was the same with my nighttime routine. And I found pretty quickly, I was able to do my nighttime routine again, but it was a lot later than I wanted it to. And so for me to work back on making my nighttime routine happen sooner into the night, I went back to these two tricks that I'm going to share with you that I think is going to help you go to bed earlier too. Now, these two tricks ensure earlier bedtimes for me, nine and a half times out of 10. So like pretty near perfect, I would say. 
I'm not going to say like it makes it so I'm asleep every time I want to be asleep by that time. Um, But I will say it helps me get to bed earlier than I'm naturally inclined to do and helps me avoid that dreaded second wind that I tend to catch very easily at nighttime, no matter how tired I am during the day, no matter how exhausted I feel at like 3 p.m. and want to just lay down and go to sleep, I can catch that second wind so easily. So these will help you avoid that too. These are not rocket science, okay? So I'm not here to impress you. I'm just here to help you in, in what I hope is a really practical way that you can do even on your worst of day. And the first tip The first trick rather is to plug in your phone after dinner. I'm speaking that specifically because that is something we all do. No matter what, we eat dinner. If you're not eating dinner, that needs to change, but I'm pretty sure that's 99% of you. Plug in your phone after dinner or even before dinner. I do this after dinner cleanup. As we're cleaning up, I typically listen to things. Brad and I usually split up, like helping the kids get ready for bed and doing the dinner cleanup. And then we all kind of clean up together as a family. And then we either watch a show together or do a game together or something like that. So I typically plug in my phone after dinner. The sooner the better. The the phone to me is one of the biggest hurdles to getting to bed earlier. It's the easiest way to numb out in ways that are also easy, the easiest way to like forget that you're doing it. And, and, and it almost creates a guilty loop for me where I'm like doing it more because I don't want to be on there, if that makes sense. So plugging in my phone helps tremendously after dinner. I say as part of this, don't plug your phone on your nightstand for the love of all that is good. Don't plug your phone anymore on your nightstand. I plug mine in the kitchen. I get to use my Apple watch as my alarm in the morning, which is nice. But whether or not you have an Apple watch, if you have to use your phone as an alarm, plug it on the opposite side of your room. Friend, don't do it right next to your bed. That's the second way. Actually, that's like the second part of this trick of how it's going to help you get to bed earlier. Not only can you not like neglect bedtime, you're also not going to lay in bed on your phone too. And we had a sleep expert on the show years ago. Also another one that's worth listening to that she really helped me with my sleep issues. And that's one of the things she says, our brains have to be wired to know the bed is for sleep. She also said the bed is also for sex. But in this case, this is what we want the correlation to be. So phone, don't plug it on your nightstand. Okay. I don't normally get so prescriptive, but this is one I will like testify of. Okay, so that first trick was actually to just plug in your phone after dinner, preferably not on your nightstand. The second trick, and again, not rocket science, get ready for bed earlier. Now, this is something that is admittedly not so natural for me to do. But when I do it again, I go to bed earlier nine and a half times out of 10. So when my kids are getting ready for bed, I try to either get ready for bed then or right after I say goodnight to them. Before I sit down (laughs) and get comfortable and um, watch a show with Brad or read a book or work, I have to work at night a lot. So before I do any of that, I try to get in my pajamas, wash my face, do the whole thing. I don't typically brush my teeth though, because I like to have a treat at night. So I will brush my teeth right before bed. And that's like not so big of a hurdle that helps me avoid bedtime. The reason why I recommend this trick is because 
after you are in motion of relaxing or working or even doing stuff around the house, no matter what, it's really hard to task switch to something that seems really like it's multi-stepped, like getting ready for bed. If you're like me, that means washing your face. That means like a 10-step skincare routine. That means putting on your pajamas. That means like uh, doing the whole nighttime routine after that too. So for me, just having that whole chunk of getting ready for bed helps me from when I'm in the moment, the momentum of working or of relaxing, it's easier for me to task switch because what I'm switching to is not so difficult that I'm avoiding it. So for me, brushing my teeth and going right into bed, not hard. But if you tell me I need to get up and do my skincare and brush my teeth and floss my teeth and get my pajamas on top of what else I like to do as my nighttime routine, forget about it. I would rather avoid it at all costs. So that second trick was to get ready for bed earlier. And again, the first one was to plug in your phone after dinner, preferably not on your nightstand. I hope you try one or both of these tricks out, and I'd love to hear about it if you do. Today, I'm going to do my progressor spotlight of a woman from this community named Kiasa. At least that's how I think you pronounce it on Instagram. We were talking a lot about self-care a couple weeks ago um, after an episode with Mia Hemstad, and part of that, um, we were just talking about how life is not normal. It's supposed to be back to normal, but we're not normal yet. And I love what Kiasa had to say about that. She said, I, I feel like I've been the only one saying this. If life's, life is normal, why am I const- constantly exhausted all the time? But this, in quotes, does not feel normal or good. But I've not been able to put my finger on it. Unquote. So, you know, that's how so many of us are feeling. So I just wanted to just extend myself to Kiasa and say, like, yes, you're not alone. So many of us are not feeling back to normal yet. And it's okay. And it's also okay to know that that means you need to better support yourself through self-care. Okay, my friends, that is it for today's growth spurt. I'm so glad that you were here. Now go and do something with what you learned today. Mm-hmm.